today I accidentally ran way too fast. 734 mile pace for the one mile of the day. I should not run that fast again in the future because I could get hurt. But yesterday I got to have a conversation with some friends who are going to do rim to rim for the first time in the Grand Canyon. When you hike from either the south to the north or the north to the south, you go all the way across. And they asked me if I had any tips to give anybody who would be doing it in the future, including them. And so that kind of prompted the topic of the day for today. If you or anyone you know is going to hike or run rim to rim, here are some great tips for you to know before you go. First, experience over everything. If you're not getting out and going on long runs or long hikes, you won't know what you need or don't need. You won't know what's working or not working. So the only way to know if your gear is good or if it will chafe or if it can hold everything you need is just to go out there and get some experience. This is huge for your food too. If you plan on bringing certain food items with you, then you need to practice eating them now just to see how do you feel when you eat that PB&J or that gel and do you get indigestion afterwards? Can you survive off of that for eight or 10 or 12 hours only for that day? Just test everything before you go. Also experience will tell you kind of your general fitness level. Like can you handle being on your feet for eight or 10 or 12 hours at a time? Are your shoes and socks well suited for the kind of activity you're planning on doing? And how do you handle going up and down that much elevation in a single day? It's round about a mile up or down, depending on which way you're talking about. And that's just a lot. It's a lot of vertical change. So you've got to kind of test all that out ahead of time, if you can, before you go, just so you know you can be prepared, make any changes ahead of time, and just have the most fun possible in the canyon. The second tip is to go at the best time of year for the weather. So in the middle of the summertime, even though Flagstaff area and northern Arizona is generally really nice, when you're in the bottom of the canyon, it's basically the hottest part of the desert in Arizona. When you're in the bottom of the canyon, you're not at a very high elevation, and so it's actually really hot down there. There's an area called the box, and it's basically just this area that's extra exposed to sunlight, and it can get 105, 110, even 115 degrees Fahrenheit down there. I would recommend going online and looking at the weather reports and finding those times when the weather is generally the nicest. So if you wait until winter time, they'll shut down the water that runs through the canyon for people to drink. That's not great. But if you go in summertime, it's way too hot. So you've got to find that middle ground during fall or spring whenever the weather's a little bit nicer and it's a little bit cooler, but there's still water. Third tip is to call the backcountry office the week of or the week before you go. So the backcountry office is basically the office that is dedicated for the Grand Canyon and it has all kinds of specific up-to-date trail info. So this is the best way, not the website, this is the best way to find out are there any closures, is the whole trail hikeable right now, is there water everywhere or is some of the water shut down, other facilities, it's just really good to know what the current status is so that you know what to expect and how to plan. Fourth tip is to just study maps and trails and the general orientation of the canyon. It's not that you could really get turned around and lost down there because the trails are really obvious, like there's sort of a trail, but the fact of the matter is that it's just nice to know kind of where you stand as far as how much further you have to go or where to expect the next milestone. So for me, I did this a lot. I actually thought I did this well, but I didn't really pay attention after a certain point because when we were going from south to north and we got to Phantom Ranch, I was like, 
wow, this is really far. We've done this big thing. We've hit this milestone. Everything after that is just, it's a couple more stops. But I didn't really think in process, what does that mean? How many more miles do we have to go and really pay attention to that? And I think that was partially why we got kind of caught out and dehydrated and it wasn't a good thing. Tip number five is if you can't, for whatever reason, get there whenever the weather's a little bit cooler and you have to go whenever the weather is warmer, the earlier you start, the better. Now we knew that going in mid-September, it would still be really warm. And so we planned to start really early. And really early for us was a start time of about 5, 10 a.m. when we were actually hitting the trail. So we spent the night in Flagstaff we drove to the trail, we parked, kind of got all of our gear on, got situated, and then started at Bright Angel. But 510, being in the dark, being relatively early, was still a lot later than optimal. I would for sure, if I was doing it again, A, I would go later in the season, so I would shoot for October, but B, I would start earlier. So obviously you don't want to miss the awesome views of the canyon. Like It is one of the most breathtaking things you can see and so you don't want to be going down the canyon and miss it because it's dark outside, like that would be a big bummer. But at the same time, getting caught in the middle of the box at noon or 2 p.m. when it's 100 degrees is not very fun. <laughs> I mean, if I would do it again, I would likely start closer to 3.30 or 4 a.m., which means running in the dark for the first hour and a half or so. But even then, when the sun just barely starts to come up, it really illuminates the whole scene. I've been there before, I don't have to see it for the first time, so that kind of helps. If this is your one and only trip, then it would be difficult to avoid, and I would for sure go later in the season, but if you're gonna go and it's hot, go early, start early. It can ruin your whole day to be caught out in the afternoon in the sun, and it would be better to miss a little bit in the beginning of the day to be able to have a better trip overall. Tip number six is to consider going north to south. So most people, whenever we visit the Grand Canyon, we go to the south rim. The North Rim is generally less populated and less popular. But because most of us go to the South Rim, a lot of people start hiking or running from the South Rim. And the reason why I recommend going from North to South instead is A, it's less elevation gain total. So you cut off about a thousand feet of overall climbing that you have to do. So it makes it a little bit easier for your first time around. And it generally doesn't push you for time in the same way. So if we didn't have my family there to pick us up on the North Rim, the only way we could have really made this work is either to A, get a hotel room on the North Rim, which is totally fine, totally good option, or B, make the shuttle. So there are shuttles that go from north to south and south to north at certain times, and they're not terribly expensive or anything, but you just, you need a way to get back to where you came from. And so if I would do it again, I would get a hotel room on the North Rim, and let's say that could be for a Saturday night. Then like Saturday morning, I would get up there to the actual South Rim, park my vehicle, take a shuttle around to the North Rim, and then spend the night at the North Rim Lodge. Then whenever you wake up Sunday morning, then you can get up whenever you want, as early as you want, and start running, knowing that you don't have any shuttle to catch or any real timeline to get back to your vehicle because it's just, it's already there waiting for you at the South Rim. Hopefully that kind of makes sense but it's a little bit less vertical gain and it's a little bit less sort of time pressure. Otherwise, if you have to catch a shuttle and you're really struggling like I was, then it's kind of a bad situation. You know, what can you do? You can't force your body to work any better. Those are my tips. Thanks for watching. If you made it this far, I appreciate you. I will see you tomorrow because tomorrow we run. <laughs>